Good morning. Welcome to Boiling Springs Baptist Church. We are glad that you are here with us today. Today is a special day in our church. Today is Youth Sunday. Our youth returned from camp yesterday around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We took 35 middle and high schoolers to camp this year, to Camp Caswell. Uh, We also had seven chaperones, so we had 42 people at camp this year. It was a great week. We had a lot of fun. Uh, We grew a lot as a group, and more importantly, uh, we grew closer with God. It was a great week of worship, a great time of fun, and we're excited to be able to share our experiences with you today. Also, as an announcement for the church, uh, we do a family night, and we've done this for the last several years at the Ruby Hunt YMCA. Um, This is going to be happening on Sunday, August 13th, from 5 to 9. Families, children, no children, everyone's welcome on this night. This is a lot of fun, um, a good time for fellowship to uh, sort of celebrate the end of summer and to celebrate the year that we've had, Um, and so we... Hope that you will come on that evening for our family night at the YMCA. We are glad that you are here today. We are glad that you are here to worship with us. We look forward for the opportunity to share with you. Our prayer this morning is that all of our hearts and our minds will be opened to feel the presence of our Lord in this church. Good morning again and welcome to Boiling Springs. We're glad you're here this morning. Today's an exciting day on behalf of our church. We begin our service today, the second Sunday in a row with a baptism. And this morning we begin with the baptism of, of Braden Cosby. And she'll be joining me in just a moment. Um, but we're also excited about our youth. And guys, it is so tempting right now to splash you. <laughs> but I will resist that temptation. Um, But we are excited about you being here. You know, uh, in the New Testament, we've been looking through Acts recently, and uh, everywhere we see people coming to faith in in the New Testament, in Acts, and throughout the New Testament, we also hear of baptism immediately or soon thereafter. And so... um, If there are those in our congregation this morning or those present, maybe a guest this morning, and you'd like to talk more about what it means to know Christ and what it means to follow him in believer's baptism, I would welcome that conversation, whether it's at the end of the service or even during the week this week. And so please uh, seek me out for that conversation. Let's begin our time together this morning in prayer. Father, we're so grateful to be here in this place today. We're grateful for children that are responding and what it means to follow Christ and responding and to, to choose Christ and to follow Christ. And Lord, we know it's not always easy. We can all give testimony of that, that have walked with you for some time. But Father, we, today we just rejoice with Braden Cosby and we thank you for her, her testimony and her life, her response to you. God, we're thankful for our youth. And Lord, I just am so grateful, not only for safe travel, but just for a wonderful spirit among their camp this week. Grateful for relationships that have been restored and renewed and, and strengthened this week, not only with one another, but ultimately with you. Father, we commit this service to you. We pray that every word spoken, every song that is sung, uh, Lord, as the youth share, that, Lord, you would ease their nerves and anxieties and just, Father, fill them with your spirit. And, Lord, help this to be a service that we look back on later and when we leave today to say it's good to have been in the house of the Lord. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask Braden to come and join me in the water. This summer at Bible school, Braden let me know that she has put her faith and trust in the Lord and was wanting to come and talk about baptism. And so you come right around here and face that way. And um, so we talked more about that at Bible school and what that means. We've talked more about it between Bible school and this morning as well. And so uh, we're reminded in days like this that it's not just 
the pastor or even Ellen as a children's minister or even parents. Uh, parents and family have a big role in helping to know me, what it means to walk with the Lord. But we all can play a part in teaching others and helping one another to learn more about what it means uh, to live in Christ and to walk with him. So, Braden, I'm excited for you and your family and your, the church family is excited for you today. But I ask you, in whom have you put your faith and trust for salvation? All right. Will you hold your nose? Well, Braden, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried with Christ in his death, and risen to walk in newness of life. Amen. Let us begin this service with a, by going to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week you've given us and this amazing youth group. We thank you for this church and just letting us hear your word this week. I pray that you give our youth the strength and the courage to speak what they've learned and to touch the hearts of the congregation this morning. Amen.
bulletin, you may notice that there are some things that we're going to be doing in the service today that are a little bit different than what's placed in your bulletin. And that's okay, hopefully. Um, So there are some things that are going to be a little bit different, and so I just wanted to let you all know that. But at this time in our service, this is a very special time. We're going to pass the microphone around to each of these youth, and we're going to give them an opportunity to let them tell you a little bit about who they are and a little bit about what they experienced this week. Um, As chaperones, me and Mary Newcomb and Logan Costner, whose birthday is today, and Elena Bryson and Kenny Collins and Heather Jones is up there, and Debbie Weiss, who is not here today. We all had a blast with these youth. It was a great week. It was a lot of fun. As a youth minister, I can't say thank you enough to the chaperones for the week that they gave up to be with this with these youth. Um, this ministry and this trip could not be done without them, and so we thank them tremendously. Uh, we look forward for this opportunity to share with you now and through the rest of this service. So this time, I'm going to pass it off to the youth. Youth, and I'm going to stop talking. I'm Trista Williams. Um, I'm going into eighth grade. This was my second year at Caswell, and my favorite thing about Caswell was going to Hatch and just worshiping God. I'm Emma Holiday, and I'm going to eighth grade, and this was my second year at Caswell, and my favorite thing was worshiping. I'm Casey Harris, and it was my first year at Castle, and my favorite part was the guest speaker, Trevor, Trevor Atwood. My name is Kayla Pittman. I am the daughter of Jeremy and Melissa Pittman and the granddaughter of Linda and Roger Hoxton. I'm going to be a senior next year, and this is my fifth year going to Castle, and my favorite thing was spending my birthday with all of these amazing people and getting to worship God. My name is Morgan Real. I'll be a junior this year. Uh, this is my fourth year going to Caswell, and my favorite part would be probably the speaker also because he was super like energetic and exciting, and so, yes. I'm Christina DeBrew. I'll be a senior this year. It was my second year going to Caswell, and my favorite part was being able to worship God through the music and all the songs that we did. I'm Carly Mangum. I'll be a senior this year, and... My favorite part was packaging food for the kids in Haiti. I'm Brianna Burton. This was my third year going to Caswell. I'm going to be a junior, and my favorite part was seeing how much closer everyone grew to God. 
My name is Sage. I am the daughter of Heather Jones. I will be a junior this year, and this is my fourth year going to Caswell, and my favorite part is worshiping because I just get to see everybody have fun and worship the Lord. My name is Grace Holiday. I'm going into ninth grade. This is my second year going to Caswell, and my favorite part was worship. I'm Peyton. Uh, it was my second year going. My favorite part was worship, and I'm going to eighth. My name's Abby McMahon. I'm going into eighth grade. This was my second year going to Caswell, and my favorite thing was packaging food for Haiti. I'm Emily. I'm going into seventh grade. This is my first year at Caswell, and my favorite part was worship. I'm Lindy Bryson. This was my second year at Caswell. I'm going into the eighth grade, and my favorite part was just worshiping God through the music. My name's Sean Madison. I've been to Caswell four times. My favorite part was worship. My name is Travis Williams. I'm going into ninth grade. It's my third year at Caswell. My favorite part was worship. I'm Braden Cox, and I'm going into 12th grade. Uh, this is my first year at Caswell, and my favorite part was evening worship. My name is Patrick Knight. I'm in the 12th grade, and my parents are Michael and Beth Knight. This is my fifth year at Camp Caswell, and my favorite thing about Camp Caswell is watching my friends and myself worship the Lord with no restraints. My name is Alex Hastings. My parents are Donnie and Catherine Hastings. I'm going into the 12th grade. This was my fifth year at Caswell. My favorite part was growing closer to God with all my friends and also giving T. Williams a haircut. My name is Trey Burton. This is my second year at Caswell. I'm going into the 11th grade, and my favorite part was getting to worship God with all my friends and watching the Holy Spirit move in them. My name is Molly McCulloch. I'm, I will be in ninth grade this year. My mom is Heidi McCulloch. Um, this was my third year going to Caswell, and my favorite part was worshiping. My name is Maggie McCulloch. I'm going into seventh grade. This is my first year going, and my favorite part was Hatch. My name is Christian Dimsdale. I'm going to be a senior this year. It'll be my second year at Caswell. And my favorite part was probably Trevor Atwood's sermons because he was really enthusiastic. My name is Clay Bryson. I'll be a senior this year. It was my third year at Caswell. My favorite part is probably living in the barracks with Ebby or Travis Williams. <laughs> I'm T. Williams. I've been to Caswell five or six times and my favorite part was Alex Hastings giving me a haircut. <laughs> my name's Aaron Hamrick. I'll be in the 11th grade. I've been to Caswell four times and my favorite part was worship. I'm Trista Williams. I'm Peyton Burdick. And we're going to be reading John 14, 1, 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Jesus answered, 
Don't you even don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you that whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. Um, if you are able, please stand and sing Shout to the Lord. You can find this in your bulletin. Will the kids meet me at the steps, please? Good morning. How many of y'all know what a GPS is? Okay. Well, usually a GPS is used to go out of town on vacation to tell you how to get there. Some of the things you might hear from a GPS is, turn right, or turn left in 100 feet, or you have reached your destination. Well, what do you hear from a GPS if you turn the wrong way? Good job. <laughs> um, when we try to follow Jesus, it would be nice to have a GPS to tell us how to stay on the right path and keep us from getting lost or just help us when we have made the wrong decision. That is probably the way the disciples felt when Jesus told them he was going to leave them. Jesus said to them, I am going to prepare a place for you, and when everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that way you will always be with me. You know the way where I am going. One of his disciples looked at Jesus and said, No, Lord, we don't. We don't know where you are going, so how do we know the way? Then Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
Another disciple said, Show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus then answered, Have you been with me all this time and you still have no idea who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is within me. That's all the disciples need to know to get to on the right path to the Father. So how do we find the right place uh, where Jesus has gone to be with the Father? Although we have not seen Jesus as the disciples did, we have the Bible, God's holy word, which is our GPS to keep us on the right path. Now let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son to provide the way to heaven and eternal life. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, which will keep us on the right path. Hope we all have a blessed day and wonderful day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Will you bow your heads and pray with me? Father, as we bow before you this morning, we give thanks to you for, all, for the week we had at Caswell. We all grew closer and felt your spirit present each day. We thank you for all our blessings and ask that you help us to always show our gratitude for all you do for us. As we give these tithes and offerings this morning, we pray that you will not only use our offerings, but use us all as a whole to further your kingdom. Once again, thank you for this week of worship and learning for the youth. We love you and we praise you, and in everything that we do, we glorify you. In your name I pray, amen. The moon and stars, they wept. The morning sun was dead. The Savior of the world was fallen. His body on the
Clay Bryson, and that was my sister singing. If y'all thought that was good, y'all should have heard the performances in the men's barracks this week. <laughs> and I don't know where Candy is right now, but if you ever need soloists, we got plenty of males back here who can sing. So. But it was a good week at Castle. I'm just kind of up here today just to say how Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life for me. But anyway, the scripture, our verse for this week was, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So I really just thought about that in my life. You know, I got saved. I mean, I grew up in a Christian home. I mean, I had everything I needed. I wasn't pressured to be a certain person or fit in. I mean, I always felt loved. And then... I know I got to know Jesus at a young age. I think third grade I was baptized, and I knew he was a pretty good guy, and I should be like him. But that was about it. And so I continued to live my life, and up through middle school, and even the beginning of high school. And it's just there's something missing for me, you know. And then I just remember coming home from school, early high school. I mean, it was tough. I mean, everything just seemed my way that I lived my life just to try to be perfect so I could get into heaven, it just, it didn't work anymore. I just remember one day just, it fell apart. You know, Jesus had to show me through that pain and the suffering and just the hardships. They said, hey, you're living the wrong way. You missed the whole message. And that's just something, that's when I eventually found that he is the way for my life. You know, I followed Clay's path, Clay's way, and did what Clay wanted to do, and trying to be perfect, and doing that, I just missed the whole message of the cross, because, I mean, if I was perfect, Jesus wouldn't have had to die. I mean, that's probably the biggest message I can take away from this week, and, you know, I can do the best I ever can do, but it's still not going to be enough. I still won't go to heaven, and, I mean, that's just, that hit me hard this week, you know, even the disciples. I mean, they were Jesus' closest friends and followers. I mean, even them, right before he died, they turned away and left him. I mean, they broke Jesus' heart. I mean, his best friends for that time, I think, you know. I mean, that really hit me hard this week, you know. It's like, yeah, I turned my back on Jesus and tried to live my own way, and yeah, I fell miserably, you know. He still wants that relationship with me. He still seeks to love me and find me out, and, you know, one day I'll get to be with him forever, not because of what I can do, but because of what he did. But I wanted to read on because I was looking last night. I didn't you know, get to look at this till last night, but part of the scripture we missed, it says, don't you believe that I'm the father and that the father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing his work. And, you know, at a young age, I didn't have the father living in me. It was, you know, all about me. And then it says, the words I say to you are not just my own, rather it is the Father living in me. I mean, Jesus was perfect because the Father lived in him, and his, you know, his wants were God's wants, and his needs were God's needs. And just so many times in my life, you know, when I'm trying to seek that perfection, I don't let the Father shine through me, and it's just clay. I mean, if God allowed me to live that life that I wouldn't be a great person. I wouldn't really like that person, to be honest. But, I mean... It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So this week, I mean, it was just, we had a great speaker, Trevor Atwood. It was just really humbling. He just really showed the power of the cross and the love of the cross because 
I couldn't be up here today if I wasn't loved so much to realize what Jesus is doing in my life. I mean, it's just, it's just a great thing. I mean, and my story's still growing, and some, there's so many other stories in the youth I've got to realize this week, and it's just a great thing. But, you know, just I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If Jesus didn't die on the cross for us, there's no way we're getting to heaven. And I can't say that enough because, I mean, I spent my whole life trying to be perfect and I'll get to heaven one day. I mean, that's, that's garbage. It's never going to happen. I just, Jesus loved us so much, he'll come down the cross, take the, my sins away, and the death I deserved, the death everyone deserved, and somehow he made me get up here today and all this come together. But thank you. Casey Joe Harris, daughter of Tom and Tracy Harris, and I'm a rising junior at Crest High, and I'm here to share a little testimony with you. To tell you a little about myself, I would have to tell you that I'm a worrier, and I struggle with trusting God's plan for what I have next. I have a lot of doubt sometimes, and I often question things that I'm told. I always want to know why. I've struggled with just simply trusting God and believing in His plan. And if you would like to follow along or just listen, I will be reading from Romans 8:35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is Christ Jesus our Lord. One of the many concepts I've struggled with is the thought of God loving me. I found myself asking, how could someone so perfect love me? How can a God so awesome, mighty, and merciful love someone as sinful as me? Someone who just can't simply trust and believe. My experience this past week at Caswell has helped me open my eyes to God's love. I've realized God's love is so real and genuine, more powerful than I could have ever imagined. I realized from the help of Caswell that God loves me past my flaws, no matter what those sins may be. His love is always stronger than the hold my sins have on me. I also learned this week that God loves all of us in different ways. We can see this example in John 11, the story of the death of Lazarus, the brother of Mary and Martha. Martha. <laughs> In John 11, we see that Mary and Martha are two very different women, but that the death of their brother affects them both the same way. They were very upset and distressed, and Jesus sees this and comforts them both, but in different ways. Martha, he comforts with the words and facts that your brother will rise again and be alive again. Martha found comfort in the words and the fact that Jesus, uh, and the fact of Jesus, she needed to be reassured by facts that her brother would rise again, 
But Mary, on the other hand, Jesus comforted by simply crying with her and mourning the loss with her. Two totally different women, yet Jesus knew exactly how to comfort them both. If Jesus knows the difference between them, then that means he knows how to comp- that means he knows how to love me different too. Jesus knows me. God knows how to love all of us. He loves us more than our past. He can see further than your surface because our God is much, much deeper than that. Caswell has helped me see God has more love for us than we could ever worry, doubt, or stress. God loves me because he wants to, not because he has to. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This verse to me means there's nothing stopping me from loving God. There are no physical requirements to love God. You just need your heart, your soul, and your mind. Our God is a wonderful and forgiving God who loves us when we struggle to even love ourselves because nothing you could ever confess could make him love you less. I'm learning more and more daily about how great of a father our God is to his children. I've learned that I've learned of what unconditional love is and that's the continuous love of God. Thank you for letting me share my story. Have a great day. Thank you, Clay and Casey Joe, and to all of these youth who shared a little bit about their story this week and who have led us in worship today. At this time in our service, we invite you to respond. In just a few moments, Lindy is going to come up and lead us all in a hymn, but before she does that, I just want to say that one of my favorite things about this youth group is how different each one of these kids are. I shared with them this week that God loves us each in such different ways as Casey Joe has shared this morning. And as Casey Joe said, that is true for each one of us in this congregation today as well. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God, and God loves each of us individually in miraculous and different ways. I am so proud of these youth and the way that they grew over the last week. Our prayer and our continued prayer is that we would all continue to grow as a group and with our Lord. At this time, I'm gonna ask Lindy to come up and lead us in our closing hymn. We would love to have you come down front if you feel led to do that, Um, if that's something that you've never done, if you've never placed your trust and your life in Jesus' hands, we would invite you to do that this morning. If you need prayer, if you would like to come talk to me or Keith, who will be down front, we would be glad to talk to you. So now I'm going to turn it over to Lindy as we sing.
seated. I want to ask uh, Ellen to join me, but I want to ask Brayden and, um, to come up and join me. I was going to say Brooke, but you don't have to come. But I want to ask Brayden to come and join me. Um, Brayden, we have something that we'd like to give you this morning. Your decision is, is a great decision. It's the greatest decision that anybody could ever make. And thank you, youth, for reminding us of that and pointing the way. I've often told youth groups when I was youth minister that you guys don't realize how many children in the church look up to you guys. And so, um, Braden, we're excited for you, and we want to present you a Bible. Do you want to say anything, Ellen? You're good. Okay. Um, a Bible and a, a devotion for teen girls. You're getting there. You're almost there. And a certificate of baptism. But we just want you to know that we're excited for you. We rejoice with you and your family. And uh, we'll continue to pray for you and and help you grow and learn what it means to follow uh, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. So we just want to give you that this morning. All right. Thank you, Miss Ellen and Trey Sean. Let's give our youth uh, another round of applause for leading us in worship today. Thank you, guys. And I'm grateful for all the things that you can see, not only with our youth, but with the business that's just taken place of all the things that are happening. And we can do all that in a sense of, of uh, seeking to build and advance God's kingdom. And I'm grateful for our deacons and our leaders and for Max and his leadership with our, our business conferences and uh, just grateful for each of you. And so it has been a wonderful day to be here in God's house today. And we're going to close uh, with a song, I believe. May the spirit bind us together. Let's stand and sing together as we close.